welcome, welcome, welcome to a new episode of These Nuggets. It's your host, Dejan Rose. And I know you hear the jazz in the background. It feels real good. It's going to be a smooth, nice ride. I'm lying. It's going to be a tough one. This episode right here is going to probably hit you where you don't want it to. But I had to share it. Why? Because it's something that I actually struggle with. Yes, this is your host, Dejan Rose. And I know that intro probably threw you off a little bit. Like, who is this? Why I feel so groovy and sexy? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's me. I just wanted to, uh, you know, have a smooth, nice intro and kind of massage you into this one because I might punch you a little bit towards the end. But it's just to knock those knots out. You know, sometimes you got to they're deep and I had to get in there and just got to work your way in here a little bit. (laughs) But um, uh, if this is your first time tuning in, of course, this is D's Nuggets. I know it sounds a little edgy, but I'm really sharing information, knowledge on business relationships and personal development. And like I mentioned before, I struggled with this topic today, which is the minimalist. And it's talking about not tricking ourselves into wanting more. And I'm going to get on that word tricking in a little bit. I just want you to understand uh, the point of where I'm coming from. And I don't want to waste a lot of time here because I know that the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. So I'll be as straightforward as possible. Um, I don't want to run in circles here. And I want to make sure I give you as many nuggets as, as I can. Um, because this really did make a difference for me in making sure that I had peace and made sure that I had a better um, understanding and a plan moving forward in my life. And I believe it can do the same thing for you. And I'll start out by saying this. We live in a nation of capitalism and consumerism, which means that, of course, we try to make the buck or we spend it as much as possible. And since we're allowed to own more and we can make huge profits, Some of us, some of us get caught up in letting things own us. We let it become our identity and therefore it dictates our behaviors and our image. The image of people, how we portray, how people see us. And we begin to trick ourselves for profits, for fame, adulation, for a title or a position And I can't even say it's the younger folks. Some of the older folks also still looking for acceptance. And it can go on and on and on about why we trick ourselves. And what I'm saying tricking, I mean tricking like on the streets. I mean, on the corner, you out there selling yourself in order to get a quick feeling, to try to have some pleasure in order just to seek some satisfaction for a moment. But it doesn't give you the peace that you need for a lifetime. So we continue to trick ourselves on a regular basis. And I'm going to teach you how to break these habits. So right before I even actually get into sharing about these nuggets, I want you to know that there is a podcast out there called The Minimalist. Uh, Two guys, Joshua and Ryan, have a podcast and they teach people on how to minimize things in their lives. And it helps put things into perspective on what really matters in life. And now I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't listened to the episodes like that. So, but I did read <laughs> on uh, a few of their summaries on what the episodes were about. And I was just seeing, hey, are there anything out there to give me an idea 
but I didn't want them to, I didn't want to take their information and try to share it in minds. I like to give you guys something fresh, something new, um, something straight, straight off the press, something that, you know, I know is raw or real on the streets. And that's how I try to deliver uh, the content that I give you. And, you know, it's all made up, but I might tune into a few of their episodes just because I know and I understand and I value the concept that less is more. And one last thing here, because my mentor, Paul Webb, appreciate you, man, you've done so much for me and I, I can't, I can't express how much I've learned um, throughout the process of being under your wing. But he taught me something that was really valuable. One of the first sessions that we had, he told me like, hey, you know what? I feel so free. Like I wear, you know, just white shirts and black pants every day. He was like, because you know how many decisions people make on a daily basis? And I'm like, my guess was like, uh, you know, maybe 10,000. That's a lot. He was like, no, 30 plus thousand decisions are made every single day. He was like, I hate waking up and trying to figure out what I'm going to wear. So I have all white shirts and black pants. It minimizes the decisions I have to make. When you minimize the decisions that don't matter, you can maximize the choices that do. Boom. I hit you with something right there already. You're probably ready to turn the whole thing off and you just got a whole little revelation right there. But it's I got more because I'm just now starting. I'm just, Hey, I got to massage you in. Sit back, relax, close your eyes, lean back because I'm going to give it to you. These nuggets right here are coming. And this is what I appreciate about Paul. He, he taught me another thing the same day. He was like, for example, this is the computer instead of my computer. He was like, that way I don't become too attached to it when I have to let it go. And at some point, I'm going to have to let it go because these things don't last forever. It's a tool that I use, but it doesn't own me. It's something that I own. And that's why I feel so free. (sighs) And he exhaled and that got me. (laughs) Ever since then, it got me and it made me realize, you know what? We own things too much. Rather, it be something that we claim out there. It, it, it could be a diagnosis. Right now, we got COVID-19 running rampant. And it's like a boogeyman in the streets and everybody's scared of it. They got masks on and doing all this. And wear your masks if you feel like you need to. Better yet, build your health. That's that's more important than wearing a dog on mask. Eat healthier, exercise, and have some mental stability. Meditate, pray, do whatever you got to do in order to build it up. But um. Make sure that you don't own the diagnosis and not to say that the condition may not affect you, but you don't have to become it. So if you have or been diagnosed with cancer, don't claim it. And what I mean by that is that, you know what? You are experiencing cancer. Cancer doesn't own you. You don't have it. It's not something that has got a hold on you and attached to you and its talents are dug in where you can't let go of it or it can't let go of you. You can beat it. You can beat COVID-19. I believe I've had it already and I won. But if I had it and it was diagnosed, whatever it had, it might have affected me differently because stress feeds sicknesses. Let go of the stress. And after that, you may maximize in that area. So just that that's a straight nugget. You know, sometimes, you know, I'm, I get the chance to bless with you something straight off the rip. And that was one of them. And I'm going to go right into this episode right here because we don't understand when we've had enough. 
And then and you and I'm sure you some many of us might have had it in like our families or we've seen them on the streets. If you've seen an addict or a drunkard, when have they had enough? If you know somebody that's like chasing the buck or like, for example, if you had a, if you've seen a banker, when have they made enough? When does a fat man or a fat person eat enough? And I know this sounds like real raw and it might be like. Why is he saying it? He's not politically correct. I'm not giving it to you that way. I have to give it to you raw because that's the way you understand it. You know what a fat person looks like and you know when they're eating and they're in the line at McDonald's and you're like, what are you doing with five Big Macs in a shake? That's not good for you. And I know that don't feel good. It don't sound right, but it's the truth. And it hurts sometimes. But when have they had enough? This is a good one. I <laughs> When, when, when has a Catholic woman gotten pregnant enough? You got enough kids. Ain't nobody else going to watch them for you. Figure out, figure out how to slow down. I don't know. Are Catholic women the horniest out there? This question, that's for me. That's rhetorical. Uh, don't mind me. But it's no different than my people screaming for justice. When is enough enough? We've had enough. And it's time. And this is the point of this episode. It's just like, I'm going to touch on a lot of points here, but sometimes less is more. Why have to tear stuff up before we get somebody's attention and say, oh, we, maybe we should arrest somebody. Why has there be such an outcry? And uh, it's, it's just, it's too much. Sometimes we need less. And that's the point of having this episode is that we need to focus on minimizing the things that matter. No, actually, I'm sorry. Minimizing the things that don't matter. <laughs> Maximizing the things that do matter. For example, justice. We need more of it across the board. First area I'm going to jump into right here is that less is more. And how do we do that? By simplifying the things in our lives. I love math. When you simplify something, it makes it better. It's easier to see. It's easier to understand. Because there could be a thousand steps when you go into higher levels of mathematics or arithmetic and less is more. It gives you a basic, it gets, gets you to understand the point, what's on the other side of the equal sign. So rather you have a big house, a big car, you're big willy pimping, um, you're doing big things, you know, you're all the way up. Hey, big ups to you. But at the same time, what are you doing it for? Are you doing it to get accepted? Are you doing it because you think that's going to make you appear to be or to prove to everybody that you got it all? And there's a picture that I've seen online and it circulated for quite some times. But uh, it had a picture of Bill Gates and there was a picture of Warren Buffett. (laughs) And I don't know who was next to him, maybe like Gucci Mane or somebody, you know, one of these idiots out there. They'd be having all the gold in their grill and and, you know, they flash and all this Louis Vuitton and Gucci and all this other nonsense and it's it's just saying that there's over there's billions of dollars in one picture and they don't have to advertise anybody else's brand why not because they understand that less is more they don't have to do those things to prove who they are their character is intact they focus on things that actually matter and they realize that you know what I don't have to prove to the world how much I'm making by what I'm showing. They know it by what I'm doing. 
So, and they don't end up with a lot of wasted space, a lot of wasted time, toys, wasted relationships and wasted goals because they're getting it done. And then what you get, what you want, most of us need more because we, we're constantly, we don't understand when enough is enough. Gluttony takes over and we become fat. Literally, we become fat in the things and our desires and wanting pleasure. And we end up sleeping around. We end up saying, okay, I need more. I need another one. I need this. We keep on chasing a dollar. I need more. I need this. We're trying to cheat on the streets. And that's how fools get caught up because they're looking for the next biggest buck. Sometimes folks are looking for their next high. And I'm telling you, some folks who got lying problems, they tell too many of them. And when there can be one simple truth, you just sit there and tell lie after lie after lie. And if you haven't listened to the last episode on honesty is the best policy, jump back right after you're done with this one. Tune in and get some nuggets out of that one on. It's easier to tell the truth. And it starts with sometimes of us lying to ourselves. You got to keep lying to yourself in order to keep this image. Let it go at some point. Less is more. You got to simplify. Last but not least, we got to simplify sometimes our words. Um, I did this uh, thing when I was with Toastmasters and I had this little speech when I said that, hey, you know what? Math is my first language. And that's why I don't. Words. Words are to me, they're more abstract. I mean, you can confuse. I love I love poetry, though. But sometimes people got way too many words and they just need to simplify for me. And. (laughs) My Mexican pops, this is what he got. He got words. I'm telling you, he could talk to you literally all day long and not run out of gas with words. And sometimes I'm at a point where like, dude, pops, like, okay, I'm, I'm good now. Like, there's, and, and this is for anybody else that got words. I'm not just ragging on my pops because I love this dude tremendously. But sometimes he got too many words. I'm like, you just need to just shut up a little bit. You know, I'm not trying to be rude. But some, some of us, and this is just, this is not, he don't listen to the episodes. So uh, hopefully the Holy Spirit just, you know, carries this message to a little tightest to the ankle of him and just he'll it'll drop him off in his spirit. But this is also for some of y'all that are tuning in right now. You, you're talking too much. You got to just shut up and be about it. At some point, you got to stop talking. At some point, you got to be quiet in order to listen. At some point, you got to know how to tune yourself out and listen to what's real. Because you're lying to yourself. Simplify. That's all I got on that right there because I just want to jump into the next one right here. Um, these are like, I'm just going to run through some nuggets. I got nuggets always at the end of the episodes, but just take what you want, take what you need. Uh, but next, but this one right here, oh, this one is, this is right here is for my folks and, and the people that I know that have become branded slaves. Branded slaves. Because I believe there's an, an, there's an inordinate desire to advertise someone else's name for free. Someone else's brand for free. And this enslaved so many people. And they think it's, it's making them rich. Just because you got Louis on or you got Chanel, you got Gucci on. It don't make you rich. You're going broke for it. Rather you got a Benz. Rather you got a house on the hill. I know folks that are struggling. The image that looks good. But they're empty inside. And I'm going to jump into that one too for in, in a minute. 
But right now, I just want to break it down to you how some folks become branded slaves because they are so busy wearing the name on them. They forget to create their own. They forget who they are. They forget their own name and making a legacy and making something that counts because they're so busy branding themselves with something or somebody else's name. Enslaved mentalities. And it sucks. It's And it's stupid to see these fools out here. I seen the fool with a Newport jumpsuit on. Like, for real? Newport, you out here bragging that. Hopefully he smokes. And he was trying to recruit. Like, I... If he worked for Newport, it would make sense. But I don't know what he thought made it look flashy. I saw one with a top ramen suit on. I mean, but I see folks that are like Gucci down to the socks. G's all over. And I thought we were, at some point, I thought we was boycotting. But hey, I know that folks thinks that uh, it makes them. And without it, they felt broken. Why? Because they've become enslaved. You got to let go of some things that got a hold of you and... It's going to free you up. It's going to help you out tremendously. And I'm just trying to give you nuggets here. And last but not least, a lot of y'all looking stupid out here because it looks like swap meet material no matter how much it costs. Y'all doing too much with all this branding on you. And I like I like Nike and I like Adidas. And then sometimes I have to catch myself and I'm like, OK, because it's sports gear not to take it overboard. So I'm really careful with the images, with the, the brands I put on me. Because if it's something that doesn't really truly represent me or something I believe in, I'm not going to rock it. If it's something that I know that I need in order to try to impress somebody else, I second guess it. Because I know I know who I am and I value who I am and I don't want those things to try to become me. Because I'd rather be more than it. Different mentality. Don't stop branding ourselves and being a slave for that. And that goes right into the next one right here. It's like, really, who are you? Who do you think you are? Because without the accolades, without the accomplishments, titles, labels, and all those extra, all that extra crap, who are you really deep down inside? When you get rid of the hair, the nails, the eyelashes, the tats, boobs, clothes, shoes, those things that can never make you or break you. I mean, they might get your numbers up on the gram. They might get your numbers up out there on TikTok. But who knows? It's, it's never going to truly make who you are. And what I mean by that is that your character capitalizes when troubles come. So when trouble come your way and you can't handle it because your character wasn't strong. And you stripped from all that you thought that you had that made you up. And now you got to get raw and real and you don't know how to deal. You got to really focus on who you are and you got to build that up. That's when you got to invest. That's when you got to spend time. That's where it can't be made up. It's got to be real and you got to accept who you are, not to a point where you give up, but you know how to build. You got to know how to create. You got to know how to stay on the cutting edge of things, especially yourself and understanding who you are. Because once you understand who you are, you can help the next man and you can help the next man and we can help out our children. And after that, we can start changing some of the culture that's out here who is totally lost. So make sure that you really spend some time to focus on that question. Who are you? Next next one here is folks who have poor mentalities. And no matter how much they're giving, no matter how much you 
provide to them, no matter how much money they make, they always seem to be broke. And poor mentality, that's a broken mentality because they're uncomfortable with feeling full. And they're constantly emptying themselves, whether it be their bank account, their emotions, whether it be, you know, their thoughts. I mean, they're emptying themselves. They don't know how to savor. They don't know how to let things just digest. They don't know how to save for the future because they're so focused on the now. They're so focused on getting rid of everything they got because it's a poor mentality. It don't feel it makes them almost sick. Feeling full. So they're always constantly emptying themselves and it's a lack of priorities and it's a lack of discipline that gets them there. So if any of you got a poor mentality, there's a way to shift that, change that where you can make yourself feel more more comfortable with life and comfortable with the feeling of being full. What I mean by being full is being satisfied with what you got. You're not always trying to chase after the Joneses and whoever else you think got it. You're not trying to flash online every single time you go somewhere anytime you do something because it might it's the only time you've ever done it when you're used to doing something it don't matter it don't mean it's not a big deal the greatest times i've had in my life nobody probably would never know about it because it was just for me in that moment for me and the folks i was there just to share for those who you got poor mentality snap out of it at some point you gotta start it starts in your mind before it ever starts in your bank account it starts in your mind before it ever starts in your home for us to be rich. So let's start there. And after that, you can start to transition into other areas of your life. Another question here, does it own you or do you own it? As I mentioned before, my mentor taught me something that don't, it won't own me. And we get caught up in things owning us because we are so attached to it. And I have had attachment issues. Rather been in a bad relationship or a toxic relationship. Like I'm, I got shoes. I got shoes galore. Um, I had attachment issues with things. I had attachment issues with, with properties. I had attachment issues with things that didn't have much value. Rather been electronics, cars, clothes, video games, video consoles. Some fools got attachment issues to the block that they own. But they don't own how you gonna bang for something that you ain't even got a, you ain't got your name on? Cause they're too busy about the name that's on them. They're so dedicated to the name that's on them that it owns them, and they don't never know how to own it. They gotta step their game up. I'm telling you, this is we're in a whole new generation of time where this nonsense has got to end at some point, and we gotta get ahead. I'm sick and tired of being at the end, and and I'm not saying me personally, but I mean my people as a whole. And the folks that I know that are in this, they're trying to dig themselves out of, I feel like you're digging yourself out of a grave. Because you can never stay above water. You feel like oh, dirt is always constantly thrown on you. Because you got to own. You can't, you got to stop being owned. Whether it's by somebody else and you, you got a job. Or if it's a thing that you don't know how to let go of because you feel like you're attached. And this is people, some people are hoarders. And it's it's so easy to see when you see a hoarder because they have that attachment issue and it literally breaks them down inside when you have to tear some trash away from them. Trash. That's exactly the way I see it. That's exactly how it is.
Next one here, you got to minimize liabilities and maximize assets. What I mean by that is that an economist would call this the law of diminishing returns. And if you're in business, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you got your MBA, if you've ever read some books on investments, the law of diminishing returns means that you got more going out than you got coming in. You're working in the negative and you won't end up in the positive. You're spending. So in order to get yourself out or to bail yourself out, you got to file for bankruptcy every time. What you, you don't know how to budget. And if you, if you don't have these disciplines and you think you're going to go into business, good luck. Because you're going to struggle. You got to know how to balance that book. And that's the real true test when you're in business is knowing how to play out that book. Where you're saying, okay, what are my profits? What are my losses? And if you don't know how to balance your PL sheet, good luck. Start there first, but you got to know how to maximize your assets, minimize your liabilities, and you got to own something that appreciates. Stop running out there to get the next car. Stop running out there to get the next pair of Jordans, or J's. You got to Yeezys. I mean, it's cool and it's okay and it looks cute. And it makes you feel good for a moment. But if you ain't got stocks, if you ain't got real estate, collectibles, get some art that appreciates. Get some precious metals. God's currency is gold and silver. Get some of that. And I, I sometimes it seems like it appreciates because I was saving money. And I'm like, what's the point of saving money when the value of the dollar, dollar every single year goes down? If you bought stocks, for example, for let's say you bought uh, Amazon five years ago. You bought Amazon five years ago, it might have cost you about $500 stock, 500 bucks. Guess how much it is right now per stock? Over $3,000 per stock. And $500 five years ago might have sounded like a lot of money. But what does $3,000 sound like per stock? If you had 10,000, let's say if you had uh, 10 of those, it might have cost you about $5,000. That would give you six times the amount on your return. Six times the amount on your return. Unheard of because you ain't out there working for that kind of money. It ain't going to come back in that kind of. So I'm just saying overall, this is how you maximize your assets, minimize your liabilities. Focus on things that are going to really appreciate. Do your homework first. Don't go out there and just based upon what I'm saying. Oh, my God, I need to go buy some Amazon stock right now. You can. But find out other companies where you can really capitalize like you would have five years ago. If you're saving a buck, drop your money into some gold or some silver, because I know it seems like those are appreciating, but really when the value of the dollar is going down. So if you're saving $100 and you think next year your $100 is going to be worth the same amount of money, you're sadly mistaken. Because the value of the dollar every single year depreciates. All right. So all money ain't good money. And this is where you, we, we got to stop tricking ourselves off. Right now, I'm already touching you ladies real quick. And this also pertains to some men as well. But we be out here tricking ourselves. We trick ourselves on relationships. We trick ourselves on dates. Thinking that, you know what? I'm just going out for a little fun. I'm going to have a little good time. And I didn't got to give them nothing in return. No, this person on the other end ain't doing it for fun. They're not doing it to make you feel good. They're doing it because they know that it's a small deposit on something they're going to withdraw later on that makes them feel good. So get ready. And we got to stop tricking ourselves like, 
And I mean that by figuratively, I mean it literally. Because some of us got it inside of us, you know, and some of us don't. But you got to know when to let it go. You got to know when to let that trick in you go. You got to get yourself off the corner. That little hole that's seeking for a little dough, you got to know when to let it go. If you trying to get meals in exchange for fills, you you got to know when to let it go. <laughs> if you taking trips to drop them hips, I'm telling you right now, you better let it go. <laughs> um, but you can't exchange matrimony maybes for babies. Because if this guy right here ain't ready to commit and really put a ring on it and walk you down that aisle, a baby ain't going to change none of that. So don't get caught up tricking yourself off to thinking that you can make your life better by giving up or fooling yourself, lying to yourself, thinking that, oh, it's just a good time. It's just fun. It's just something I can do in the meantime. No, there's going to be a withdrawal and it might be with your draws coming off. So stay focused. All money ain't good money. Don't trick yourself. Don't try to get rich quick. I mean, it takes time. Let things marinate. And we got to remind ourselves that sometimes less is more. Folks are moving into smaller homes. Uh, I mentioned I had attachment issues on an old property. I had attachment issues and toxic relationships. I had attachment issues and so many different things. Now, Now I understand the value that less is more. And I'm not saying this in every category. I'm telling you in areas that we need to maximize in. But there's so many that we can minimize in order to benefit. And there's a book out there by Cal Newton. I believe it's Deep Work. Deep Work, it's, uh, that was a good book. It teaches you how to hyper-focus. And we're living in a time, matter of fact, Patrick Bet David, uh, one of my online mentors, has a, uh, on YouTube, has a channel called Valuetainment. He owns PHP. Um, Great guy, amazing content, shares information. And I saw an episode recently within the last couple of days, and he talked about how we're living in a time where it's just extremely difficult to make choices because we got too many options. We make bad choices because there are too many of them. And this is the first time in history we had, we're overwhelmed with too much information. And there was a time when less was more. But now, you know, we don't know where our kids are going to go to school. We don't know what profession they're going to have. And think about it. A thousand years ago, it wasn't even a question. You knew exactly what you were going to do from probably the time that you were born to the day that you were going to die because we carried on family traditions. And there were certain things where your trade was taught to your child. And that's just the way we lived. But now we're in a national capitalism, consumerism. And we think that more, more, more how do you like it? How do you like it? It's going to get us somewhere when it doesn't. It leaves us empty. It leaves us broken and confused. When we need more of the fruits of the spirit, whether that be love, patience, um, freaking gentleness, faithfulness, self-discipline. I mean, I'm talking to dropping all these nuggets, but if you look at the fruits of the spirit, that's what I've really been touching on this whole time because we got to max, we got to know how to maximize on those. But what does that mean? That we have to strip ourselves We got to minimize a lot of that crap that don't matter. We got to get rid of some of that noise like it talks about in deep work. We got to get rid of all these things that throw us off and know how to stay focused on something that matters. 
how to stay disciplined on something that matters. And these right here are just really, I'm just going to dive into straight nuggets right here. I'm going to end this episode pretty quickly here. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to stand that straight line. It's difficult. And I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to give it to you as quick as I can here. Um, and I mentioned discipline, which I, I look at that word and I'm, I make it synonymous with obedience. And it's better than sacrifice. So rather you're disciplined or obedient, it's better than sacrifice. You don't have to make sacrifices and take losses when you can take your time. Be obedient. Be patient. Let things marinate. Let it digest before you act on it and waste a lot of energy on it. Another nugget right here. You can't take it to the grave with you. Stop letting it own you or it will take you to the grave. Don't forget that. Stop spending well above your means. Live within the margin where you are comfortable, but at the same time, you can get eventually what you want. It doesn't have to be at your expense either. Because I know that uh, Zig Ziglar, I'd rather have a penny from a hundred men instead of a hundred of my own. And I, uh, that's not verbatim, but that's just my, <laughs> the way I would quote them. I would, I would rather have a hundred pennies or a hundred pennies, one from each man, one from each man. So I'd rather have one penny from a hundred men than a hundred of my own. And that's how we got to focus on life because we got to know how to leverage. And that helps us to put our money where our mouth is because we don't have to talk about it all the time instead of being about it. We don't have to talk about getting to the next level and moving up, doing things for our family, taking care of our children when we can be about it. Put your money where your mouth is. And once you do, you'll realize you're more than that. You're more than that. Whatever that is that's got a hold of you, whether it's a Benz, whether it's a BMW, whether it's a house, whether it's a block, you're more than that. Rise. And that would allow you to free yourself. And you don't have to be enslaved by those things anymore. And you can truly be free and just exhale. Paul hit me with that. Once he exhaled, it just made sense. When he was just like, I just feel so free. Man, I want that in my life. I needed that. And that made me start on a new journey and saying, you know what? What do I need to get rid of in order to be free? And these attachment issues, it's a lot easier now to let go of stuff. It's a lot easier to say, you know what? That's just the TV. That's the car. That's the house because I'm not going to own it forever. I want my kids to eventually inherit things that appreciate. But if it's just a car, guess what? I'm going to get another one eventually. So... If it's ever gone, it is what it is. Bygones be bygones, but I know I'm going to move on to the next one because I put myself in a position to do so. Maximize on certain things in your life. So you got to maximize on quality time and stop wasting so much of it on TV and social media. Maximize on quality time and start investing time in the things that matter. Maximize on quality time and start making sure that you're spending it in good relationships. Have good experiences. You got to maximize on those things. Good times. Maximize on doing better. Another thing we can maximize on is self-care, self-esteem, 
Rather we grow mentally, physically, and spiritually. And I can tell you that last one is one that we don't focus on as much spiritually. A lot of us might have been turned off because of, you know, our our parents, our grandparents. They might have turned us off spiritually. I know at times I was because I was like, why are you guys so focused? You guys are so heavy on religion that you're forgetting about the relationship. And the religion was a turnoff because it was too strict. It didn't make sense. And it, it wasn't accurate. And after that, you would see some of their lifestyles didn't match up with what they was preaching. So once you start to figure it out, and a lot of people have been turned off spiritually, and it's, it's hard to get them back. Many of us out here in the streets are prodigals, and we don't know how to get back because we've been turned off so much. But after that, we got to build our own relationship. We got to know how to look up. And eventually, at some point, everybody's going to get on their knees. And this depends on how you want to do it in front of a man or in front of your God. So just make sure that you do it the right way. Focus yourself vertically, spiritually, build that up. Maximize on that. Know what you know and that you know what you know. Last but not least, maximize on group economics. Rather you start a family LLC um, and property, don't focus on a single family residence if you're looking to invest. If you're trying to flip, good for you. But if you want to leverage, Focus on a triplex or a fourplex. Why? Because other people are helping you take care of their mortgage. They're probably paying it for you. You don't have to come out of pocket, which allows you to what? Have more leverage. Buy more. Rather it be commercial property. I mean, these are things where, of course, you always at some point there's a risk. But it's uh, you're, you're minimizing your liability. You're maximizing your assets and your efforts. These are things you can focus on in group economics. Get together with some folks that you actually trust and you know, and after that, put your bucks together. I'm willing to slap down 10,000. Somebody holler at me. You got a great idea, great investment. You can show me some history. You can show me some proof. I'd like to see numbers. I'd like to see actually something that's real legit. I got, I'm going to throw it. I'm going to work. I like money working for me. I'm tired of going out there trying to slave over a job when I know I'm worth more than that. Free yourself. And this right here is how I'm going to conclude these nuggets for this episode I read today in the Daily Stoic um, it's called Coraling the Unnecessary and that's really what this is about is coraling the unnecessary less is more stop tricking yourself the minimalist and I'm going to read this quick sentence here and I'm going to close out but it talks about here what vanity obligates us to do what greed signs us up for what ill discipline adds to our plate what a lack of courage prevents us from saying no to rather it be vanity rather it be greed rather it's ill discipline or a lack of courage we have to realize that these are essential some of them are inessential but we got to focus on the essential in order to build what really and truly matters and to really get the value out of life. And I hope you enjoyed these nuggets today. Minimize some of these things in our lives and become a minimalist. Focus on the stuff that really matters. Get rid of the clutter in your life. Some things you got to cut off. Cut off the fat. And knowing how to enjoy what really matters. The meat. Um, for you thick girls out there who are looking to trim too much weight off slow down a little bit because some of us like the little meat it's okay to trim the fat but don't get rid of the good meat that's a pure message 
a straight nugget from your boy because I love you. This is Dejan, and I'm out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to these nuggets.